Today we are talking about the healthy man. And we're going to look at three aspects of a man and when it comes to one's health. And that is physically, emotionally, and mentally. And within this entire talk today, what we're trying to grasp is the, the, the idea of us being healthy, both physically, emotionally, and mentally. Um, starting off with physically, I want to say that uh, when it comes to our health, don't let your health be the thing that limits you. And it sometimes feels like the older that we get, the more difficult it becomes to stay healthy. Our bodies are constantly changing, and it often feels like we're playing catch-up. But with the changes in our bodies as we get older and older, so comes the changes in our abilities to do certain things. We may even have strong willpower, but we become stunted and hindered if our bodies simply don't have the ability. And so our body becomes our limit. And while we can't control the fact of our body changing, we can control how we take care of it. And it seems, uh, when it comes to taking care of our bodies, it seems like a daunting task at first uh, to pursue good health, but feeling the results of a healthy body again makes it all worth it. Um, it and I, it makes me think about even how now I've been sober for over 10 years, and the way that I used to uh, to uh, drink and do drugs before I gave my life to Christ, um, I, I just can't even imagine. I can I can't even imagine dealing with a hangover now in <laughs> in life as an adult. And uh, I'm, it's like just a small aspect of when it comes to being healthy, of not putting our body th uh, through undue stress. I mean, to think about like, man, I'm barely making it now sober-minded. I can't imagine if I was still abusing my body through drugs and alcohol. And uh, even, even when it comes, um, even many life-hindering health problems can be avoided by certain changes in our lifestyle. And so one thing that I want to project is that I, I believe that health is something that can be so complicated with the way um, it is taught in our world today. Uh, for example, for me, I just learned that uh, red meat is actually one of the healthiest things you can eat. And uh, for the longest time, I just would get little snippets of health, uh, health ideas from just kind of like random sources. And I thought that, oh, being uh, almost a vegan diet is one of the, the healthiest ways to, to, to live or to eat. And I found out it's actually the most malnourishing forms of diet. That red meat, actually, it doesn't just give protein and fats, that it has all these other uh, important vitamins that we can get from uh, vegetables, but they're also compacted into the meat. And what I'm getting at is, for me, I, I hate fish. Chicken is okay. Red meat has always been like, well, if I could just eat this forever, then this would be it. And after all these years, I've been like avoiding red meat and I found out that, oh man, it's actually really good for me. It's been the most life-changing event my, for me. And I eat so much red meat now because of how, how much uh, all of these different health things that I've been learning now that I've been feeling a huge difference in my body, huge difference in my heart, huge, uh, even in, when it comes to like working out. Um, all of these health benefits, even not feeling as, uh, I thought I was just getting older and my bones were getting achy and just changing my diet. I feel so much younger 
than than what the way I felt just a couple months ago. And so um, the thing that I think is most, uh, even though I'm talking about one aspect of like say diet that was life altering for me, uh, when it first came down to it, it was kind of daunting the idea of me changing my diet or changing just really my physical health lifestyle. And what I would really encourage is to make small steps of change before you get into major steps of change. For example, a really beneficial thing to your health could be by starting each day by stretching, stretching in the morning. It it seems really simple. Some of y'all may already do it, but simply stretching in the morning, it has a, a, a a variety of benefits to your your day's health as well as long-term health. I once knew a man that was uh, in his 60s that talked about how he would always stretch every morning and as he got older and older his friends kept telling him you're getting taller and taller and it was really that they were getting shorter and shorter as they kept uh, going more and more into slouched, <laughs> slouched old man status and he kept saying at the same stature and height that he was at and it was just this, he all attributed it to simply stretching every morning over years and years. And so taking a small step like stretching every morning and after doing that for a couple of weeks and then making your next change might be going uh, might be just going for a walk uh, around your block in the evening or maybe even just simply stepping outside and stepping outside for five minutes and then going back inside. And then maybe in a couple of weeks you start going on that walk. What I'm getting at is allow yourself to eat an elephant one bite at a time. We so often uh, uh, mess ourselves up because instead of t- uh, making small milestones, we try to just go for the big ones. But it's only when we take the small milestones that we have the strength, that we develop the strength to achieve the big milestones. Taking steps like these will help you in making a lifestyle change rather than just a diet fad or rather uh, having an actual lifestyle change rather than having a workout binge to where for two or three weeks you start working out but then you get tired of it and just go back to not working out. It's taking small steps first to being able to make big steps in our lives. Um, And again, the whole aspect of this and when it comes to us being as a man is the simple reality that our health becomes our limit as men. Now, the next point I want to go into is emotionally. Emotionally. Every man handles his emotions in either a toxic or healthy way. Every man handles his emotions in either a toxic or a healthy way. I want to share this verse in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 through 7. It says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything... Be prayer by prayer and pleading with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The reason I wanted to share this verse is because anxiety, anxiousness, is such a raw feeling. And so this verse is describing uh do not allow your feelings to control uh, the way you feel in a sense, but in everything, by prayer and pleading, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. Saying what it, uh, what we could pull from this is rather than letting our emotions control us, allow yourself to pray to God through those emotions, uh, and let the peace of God calm your emotions down. 
because in the same way the peace of God surpasses all compre- all, all comprehension and will guard our hearts being uh, uh, overly emotional also surpasses all comprehension when we're in an emotional state especially as men we usually like I've said before we funnel our emotions into anger typically uh, when we get into that angry emotional state it goes beyond comprehension we lose our train of thought we're not thinking right and we end up um, not making logical decisions but emotional decisions our emotional health is widely dependent on our childhood and upbringing our emotional health is widely dependent on our childhood and upbringing the way that we see people the way that we talk to people even the way that we hear people has been formed from what we saw and emotionally felt as a child in fact most of our outbursts or moments of extreme negative emotion stem from specific moments in our childhood in order to develop a healthy emotional reaction we must better understand why we feel the certain ways that we do when we do I'll share a personal example um, for me there's a, a moment where I realized that I had uh, uh, some attribute some moments of negative emotional reaction toxic emotions rather than healthy emotions was a day that uh, I remember we took uh, we still had our foster kids that were teenagers with us and we had just took um, everyone out to the park for a long day we took uh, we took our dog and it was a great day and it was tiring and when we got back home my wife Lauren while getting out of the car said dang I'm gonna make a sandwich and I I got all excited I said oh make me one too and she looked at me with kind of a, a scoffing look and said, you can make your own sandwich. <laughs> and when she said that, I got so angry, so upset to the point where I knew that I was overreacting. Like I could, I, I could logically think I would still had connection to my mind and I understood that I was so angry and I knew that I was overreacting. I didn't understand why it made me so angry. And, and Lauren was like, did that really make you mad right now? And I had to be quiet for a little bit because I didn't want to uh, lo- <laughs> say anything I would regret. But I, for it took me a hot minute of just really thinking about why is this making me angry? Why is this making me so overly emotional uh, by the way she said that? What, what, what I heard was different than what I was supposed to hear. And... It took me all the way back to my childhood and these these connections I had in my childhood of feeling neglected, of feeling uh, feelings, feelings of abandonment, feeling of uh, these feelings as a child of not being nourished. And so all of those childhood feelings of uh, these negative childhood feelings were coming up in a moment and it was painting me and Lauren's relationship with all of the emotions of my past even though it was something completely separate. What I'm getting at is that if, uh, and I'm not saying that I got it, I get it right every time, but if I were to have allowed my emotions to control me at that moment, I would have reacted in an unhealthy, in a toxic way towards my wife in a way that she didn't deserve because I was painting her with the emotions of my, my past rather than the emotion, uh, the emotions between our relationship. So better understanding our past not only helps us better understand our emotional reactions but it also 
uh, helps us to better understand our uh, emotional needs, our emotional tendencies. Things like clinginess, ice, uh, clinginess or things like isolation, pushing people away. Even OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder, those are all things that are developed. Uh, a lot of people are surprised to hear that OCD is something that's developed. It's actually not a mental disorder. OCD, something I have, is it, what your mind does when it feels like it had in, at some point in your childhood where you feel like you did not have control and your mind tries to look for things to control in an in a exaggerated, exaggerated way. That's how obsessive compulsive disorder comes from. And it all stems to the childhood. So when we understand that these kinds of feelings are developed, it also means that we can work on our emotional state to become healthy emotional men rather than toxic emotional men. So that leads us into our very last point, which is mentally. As a man thinks, so he is. As a man thinks, so he is. Now, I want to share a couple scriptures on this one. Proverbs chapter 23, verse 6 through 8, it says, Do not eat the bread of a selfish person or desire his delicacies, for as he thinks within himself, so he is. He says to you, eat and drink, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the morsels you have eaten and waste your compliments. What this verse is describing is that if one thinks selfishly, he becomes selfish. If one uh, thinks angrily, he becomes anger. Another verse says, 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5, We are destroying arguments and all arrogance raised against the knowledge of God, and we are taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. It's talking about this emphasis on taking every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Now let me share one more. James chapter 1 verse 14 through 15 and it says, But each one is tempted when he's carried away and enticed by his own lust. Then when lust has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it has run its course, brings forth death. So this verse is literally saying that sin is birthed by what we think about that what happens in our mind. And so the way that we think determines what kind of man we are or what kind of man we become. Even when it comes to sin, we fall into it when we spend our time thinking and fantasizing about it. What we think about, we act on, or we become. The good news is, is that we are in control of our thoughts and we have the power to change the way we think. The power in what we choose not to think about. And we also have the power to choose what to think about. I encourage us to pay attention and acknowledge what you think about. And, and uh, pay attention to acknowledge um, what you think about and the important things in your life. How you think about the important things in your life. For example... Uh, um, I would I would give this example. How how does how do you think about your wife, or how do you think about your job, and is the way that you think about her, or the way that you think about your job, mostly negative, or is it mostly positive? 
think whatever it, it can be for you, whether it's a wife, whether it's job, whether it's kids, whether it's parents, whether it's your future, whether it's yourself, is a way that you think about it mostly negative or mostly positive. Now, does the way that you think about it or her or them reflect your relationship with it, her, them? The same, uh, uh, I, just to paint a picture, um, counseled a lot of different men and uh, typically a man that, uh, when it, and I'm using marriage as an example just because I think it uh, shows um, it, it shows uh, as a great example. Um, so many men that I've talked to that had just ne- nothing but negative things to talk, say about their wife. And, and I get the, the whole idea of the experiences that they're just simply talking about the experiences. But really, the way that they think about their wife when it is negative, it simply shows in the relationship. Men that I've talked to that say positive things about their wife. They think highly of their wife. They think positive things about their wife. It shows in their relationship. They have a great, healthy marriage. What I'm getting at is when our minds are unhealthy, our relationships are typically unhealthy too. When our, when our minds are healthy, our relationships are typically healthy. And so the same goes for the way that you think about yourself. The same goes for the way you think about your future, your kids, your job, your coworkers, and etc. Make the decision to think healthy so that you can have healthy lives and healthy relationships. I'm going to share one last verse and then we'll open up to discussions. In Galatians chapter 5 verse 22 through 25, it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now those who belong to Christ Jesus crucify the flesh and its passions and desires. And if we live by the Spirit, let's follow the Spirit as well. Now, these are the fruits of the Spirit, and they're commonly referenced to as being the supernatural spiritual gifts. I think what Paul is more so saying is that he says there's no law against such these things. He's saying... It, what he's really saying is pursue in your mind love, pursue in your mind joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Pursue these in the, your mind and you will become these things. It, because when you really look at it, these are not supernatural things. These are, these are things that are achievable by man when we put our mind to it. And so Paul is simply saying, if we pursue these things, we are living by the Spirit, and so let's follow the Spirit. It, it's all about the way that we're thinking, how we're thinking, because as a man thinks, so he is. And I'll end with this thought. Uh, when it comes to being a healthy man, one of the most important aspects of our health is derived from our faith in Jesus Christ. Um, I once spoke to, uh, I had a a young man, uh, a man speaking to me one time that was trying to uh, convince me to disown my faith. And he was telling me that you're a good guy. I'm only telling you because you're a good guy. And uh, and he was just describing me as like this healthy man in my mind and my emotions and etc. And he says, and, uh, you know, I care about you. And that's why I'm warning you that this Christianity thing is a lie. 
And I simply told him, uh, all I could say was, you have no idea who I was before. Because before Christ, I was unhealthy in every single capacity. In my health, I was uh, abused my body through drugs and alcohol, through violence, through crime. In my emotions, I lived in a complete toxic emotional lifestyle, put, put, painting everybody else with the painful emotions I felt, trying to make other people feel bad like I felt bad. And my mind was far from gone. It was so far gone in the way that I thought and, the, uh, and all of the all the negativity that surrounded my thoughts. And it was only Christ that brought me to be the healthy man that I am today. It was none of my own works. It was none of my own uh, 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 methods or practices. It was truly a life-changing experience of feeling dead inside to being alive, to being completely unhealthy, to being healthy. And it was only through my experience with Jesus Christ. And if you haven't had that kind of experience with Christ and you want to today, all you have to do the Bible says in the book of Romans, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is who he says he is, then surely you shall be saved. What it's saying is, if you have an authentic conversation with Jesus yourself, that's all it takes to start that kind of relationship with him. And if you want to do that, I encourage you to do it right now. Do it. To, you can just pray to God yourself. You don't need me to lead you through a pretty prayer, but have a decision moment in your life to have uh, uh, to start living healthy in your life walking with Jesus um, let's pray as we close God I thank you for what you're doing I pray that you finish what you started in each man and that this message would be uh, edifying to our souls to our faith that it would help us in our brotherhood that it would help us in becoming uh, masculine men and that it would help us grow in our faith we love you in Jesus name amen